0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Ship It and Sip It. I'm very excited to have our head of design here in the studio with us, Lena Gretzschitz. Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, hello, hello.
0: And I'm very excited also because you're the first guest to suggest that we drink champagne on the show.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's just like a small holiday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just I uh, have this mood uh, to have something more interesting and more playful.
0: Right. And it does bring a festive mood and also a new challenge for your host. Yeah. With cool faces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So you have been the head of design now for just over four months. How do you feel about it?
1: Feel pretty well. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just a new, really new experience for me. Uh, I've never managed uh, people before, and uh, I've never been in. Such a role. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, it, it's also challenging because, like, in the beginning, I had a lot of ideas, energy, you know, and then you're just open this uh, many, many Google Sheets <laughs> and you just so sing with them. Very <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but still, now I understand how to, how to work with them and how to work in uh, this uh, different mode. Yeah, so now I think that planning has really changed uh, in my life and it's really helped me.
0: All right. Well, congratulations and uh, cheers. (laughs) We'll talk all about the plans. Before we get into all the new things that you want to do with design and the new things that that you and the team have already done. uh, Can you just describe a little bit from a high level what the design team looks like now uh, for any founders that might work with us in the future? Um, how big is the team? How does it work within individual products and projects throughout the parallax world?
1: Okay. Okay. So we have now a team uh, and um, like 15 people, I think, uh, they all really, really are good professionals and uh, not just professionals, they're really great people and we are friends with uh, all of them, I think. Uh, Yeah, we spend a lot of time and uh, not just uh, in company, but uh, also we have some uh, informal events and try to like spend uh, more time together just not to be just colleagues. (laughs) Yeah, and um, I would say that uh, like for me, design role is really, really important in different projects in like startups uh, for sure, because... Uh, designer is the person who starts in the very, very beginning with a uh, business analyst or product manager and they understand the application from like really a uh, basic level in the very beginning. So uh, yeah, I, I think that there is a lot of work that designers should do, uh, not just understand, but uh, create something that will fit not only for founder, who want to create this product, but also for, uh, for users and for people. I, I don't really like word users, you know, being Leave technical. It. Let's just talk, let's <laughs> talk about people and <laughs> customers if they're buying something, right? And, uh, yeah. The role of uh, designers is really important because they, they need to fit all these requirements, not from uh, only founder, but uh, from different science and also to make it uh, work well for real people. And so they not suffer <laughs> while they're using the product.
0: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a vital role for the teams and for the founders. And I'm curious um, for the designers, because there usually just is just one on each product team, right? So how do you, as the head of design, as the leader of this group of sort of uh, individuals scattered across different teams, how do you guys sort of cross-collaborate, cross-pollinate ideas, um, share feedback with each other, try and make sure that uh, everyone is uh, designing in the right way, the best way that they can on each individual product.
1: I would say that I I really like the atmosphere in our team because we not only like working on projects and uh, sometimes see other designers, but we have uh, special meetings twice a week. The first one is uh, called like Design t- uh, Design Sync, it's where we um, uh, share our latest updates, our uh, new projects, our, like, maybe some tools that we found, some new techniques. Uh, we also share experience and we also have uh, one moderator uh, every week uh, who is uh, responsible to find a new topic, a new tool, something to share. Um, yeah, so this is how we <laughs> work and uh, the second call it calls um, a design review it's where we share our work uh, like really sharing our screen in Figma and show uh, like for example interesting solutions where we can ask questions like can you review please this like colors is they good or no or uh, I mean it's not only about colors for sure uh, but yeah, is, is the button big enough? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, and also we uh, try new things. For for example, we tried uh, several weeks ago a call uh, for one specific problem. So uh, it was uh, one project, and this designer asked to uh, hang out and brainstorm on solution because it was like a complex solution, and maybe half an hour is not enough for this. And uh, to just dive deep into this problem and uh, find the best solution, and like not one solution, serial solution, and analyze them uh, what is the best. Uh, yeah, we decided to have this one meeting uh, only for the one problem. And I think it's not, it, it was the first one, but uh, I think we will continue this practice.
0: That's really good, and I think it's important that founders sort of know that even though they might be just talking with Lena as the designer on their product or someone else from the team, that that designer also has sort of that support system, uh, a bigger uh, library of knowledge and experience uh, to to create the best uh, solution for them.
1: For sure, uh, every designer has their uh, own experience, and for example, some uh, of them can create cool uh, logos. Some of them can work with typography or with animation or with 3D. And uh, when you work on the project and you don't have some skill, you can ask anyone. Uh, you can ask uh, another person, another designer, to help with uh, conducting in, uh, usability interviews. You can uh, ask the help to create some 3D, some logo, and et cetera. Yeah, so it's it's really cool that we are collaborating in this way uh, with our team and we are really close
0: for sure and speaking of design team collaborations the latest one is called brick and it is a design library it is a new website tell us what it is and who it's for uh
1: yeah okay yeah it's so a new initiative and uh i'm really proud of this i'm i'm really proud not of like um having it uh, in general but i'm proud of publishing it and uh, that it's not how uh, that it helps not only for our designers and like people in parallel, but uh, now it can help anyone in the world and uh, we can receive feedback from like everyone and improve it uh for really many teams and many products uh yeah so basically it's a design library where we collect um, like tips, uh, knowledges, some processes. For example, my favorite part, <laughs> I think we will speak about it later with, uh, about usability testing. So for example, one uh, page um, separate for template for usability testing. So you can basically take all these scripts and uh, just prepare usability testing, in I don't know, in one hour. Uh, yeah, for sure, for different product it's uh, different, but uh, it, it really uh, saves time for preparing um yeah also we have uh, tips how to write text how to uh name buttons <laughs> i don't know my lips speak too much
0: <laughs> no it's okay um i'm curious uh what what is the target audience for is it to help other designers design better is it to help uh, founders to better understand design and design choices and practices is it for um, other team members like BAs and developers to understand design? Who who can find uh, what sort of value within it?
1: Yeah, I can tell a bit about uh, how this uh, idea appeared. And uh, actually, it wasn't <clears throat> just one moment when we decided that, oh, we need this library. It actually was several uh, people who told us about this, not told us, they just shared in some conversations. For example, we had a conversation with our B um, specialist and I think, and uh, they told us, oh, it would be good. I have um, one project where I don't have a designer, but I have some questions about how to write text, how to write errors, and uh, where I can find this information. Uh, it was a moment where I found uh, that uh, our uh, B team has uh, their templates for projects. They they can write requirements really fast, and they. Uh, Like every time when I face some problem on the project, I just research again and again for the same questions because (laughs) my memory is not really perfect. Uh, Yeah, so uh, and uh, we just realized that it would be good to have one uh, source of truth, let's say, uh, to collect all this knowledge and just return to them where we uh, know where to find it and uh, it's always there yeah and uh yeah uh, like so uh they they said well, we decided to create personas and understand really for who are we working and doing this and uh the first persona was the teams, actually, it can be developers, it can be um product managers, anyone who don't have design expertise or designer in the team, so they can just go to this library and check the like all the questions at all. <laughs> for now it's not really huge. Yeah uh the second one is for sure designers who want to improve their expertise it's um, yeah and it's also good for our team because we write all materials by, by ourselves and uh mm-hmm. yeah it's we also present them on our um, design mm-hmm. calls and um, yeah it, it really helps to improve experience in the team and uh, for sure the third person is um persona i mean uh, founder yeah, because uh, just they can understand our approach for work. They can see our expertise. And um, yeah, they, they they can be sure that we create cool products.
0: All right. So that is Brick as it stands now. I'm sure it's going to continue to be updated, expanded, uh, shared more on um, your social accounts and other creators' social accounts. So follow along. Uh, what's the website now? It's Brick. It's Greek brick follow along at brick.parallax.com and find out all about our approach to design. Yeah. All right, uh let's talk about you for a little bit and your journey as a designer and now a leader in design. Was that something that you always sort of thought that you would aspire to or grow into a leadership role? I know some of the conversations online are like, I just want to be an individual contributor and I want to design forever. And I don't want to manage people. Management is a bad word, you know, um, but other people, you know, they see that. Move up as the next logical step, whether it's for different responsibilities, more money, whatever the reasons are. Uh, so how about you? Did you always think you were going to be a leader?
1: Yeah, actually, you know, you know, I thought about this question and uh, no, I, I, like, actually half a year ago I thought about uh, this journey and I thought that I want to um, improve my skills as a designer. I want to uh, do more researches. I want to be, like, really good UX specialist. Um, yeah, but then I just got this opportunity <laughs> and I took it. <clears throat> but now uh, I think that... Uh, I see um, the background, my background. For example, my parents, they've been uh, managers for almost the whole their life. My grandpa was uh, um, principal in school. Mm. Um, Yeah, so it seems like something uh, is inside me (laughs) about management. But uh, yeah, for sure, it's just really new role for me and uh, many things that I face it's really challenging me uh, yeah so it's not like my real wish but it's just an opportunity that I uh got and um, I'm really uh happy about this good uh and going looking back uh
0: maybe even today you can share some of your people that inspired you as a designer were there any people particularly or brands who you looked up to when you were uh, growing as in, in the profession as like, I want to design things like <laughs> but who were those people or brands for you?
1: Uh, actually, you know, it's a difficult question because I, I can never say like one, two names. I can never say like brand, for example, <clears throat> uh, I'm just inspired by, uh, like people in general. I like to see, uh, different presentations, different, um, like people on stage when they say like motivational things. Maybe we can rephrase it a little bit. Are there any products
0: that you use, could be digital or, or non-digital uh, that inspire, that you really like bring you joy from a de- design perspective?
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure, I have uh, different product that I like and uh, at least it's Notion because it's um, it started like a really... Um, Two for one goal, and uh, still it really fits uh, my needs, and I really like it. And I uh, follow the journey of the designer who created Notion, and uh, like it's interesting to see how they work. Um, for sure, like huge brands like Figma and Spotify and Netflix, they create like really great things. Yeah, it's just nothing really special, but this product that I use every day, and they're inspiring me for like creating this really cool experience cool thank you
0: um and i guess the last question about your background that i have is i scrolled all the way down your linkedin experience expanded at the the bottom to see you know i love to find people's different career journeys uh, and found that you had started uh, six seven years ago in marketing uh before you pivoted into design so i'm curious uh, why did you make that switch? Was there something you didn't like about marketing or something that really drew you to uh, design?
1: Yeah, if you speak about marketing, I, it was not really my solution. It's, it was like advice from my parents because I didn't know what to do in my life after after school. It's difficult. Yeah, so <clears throat> my dad told me that uh, probably marketing will fit you. And I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so I... I just studied marketing and uh, started to, to work as a marketing in a sports company. And uh, I would say that I was really bad marketer. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but really I didn't have, um, I, I, I don't know what, but I, I didn't have like um, some huge figure that could inspire me, inspire me. Um, or I, I don't know what, but uh, for some reason I don't really like marketing. I was bad marketer and... Um, yeah just it it happens, <laughs> okay, yeah, right. but uh, yeah, if you speak about switch <laughs> yeah, but um, the switch, well, <laughs> you looked at design and said, I can do that, or how did the app? you know, it's interesting because now I understand how to work i I understand like, <clears throat> for example, I open Spotify and I understand that. Uh designer created this rounded button, this play play button, they wrote all this text and etc. But when I was in my university, I didn't realize that this product that I see in like my laptop and my phone was created by someone. Someone just uh drew this circle and things it I, I don't know, it just didn't work in my uh head. And um then I started to work in um the company who whose product was um diaries for um, school and uh, like step by step, I realized how the product works and who created them. I decided that probably is my uh, like sphere of interest. And I decided to try, I just went to the courses and uh, yeah, started to work as a freelancer and then then started my journey as a product designer. All
0: right, you've mentioned Spotify a couple of times. I wonder if we could go off script a little bit and do a little Spotify design roast because there's something I noticed about it that I really don't understand from a design perspective. Okay. So I have Spotify. Let's open Spotify. So if I'm on the home page, right? Okay. I'm on the home page. <laughs> You've got the play bar at the bottom. You always know that that's there, like that's where the play button is. Right? But if I search for something, let's say Shuma. You like Shuma? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I search for Shuma, and I found Shuma. The play bar is still here, and there's the play button that I'm used to using at the bottom, right? But that's playing whatever I played before. And when I search for Shuma, I want to play Shuma, right? So now I have to go up here to to, to get to the next thing. So what do you think about that? It, it's like this button is really sticky for me. So I find myself often playing whatever I was listening to four, five, six hours ago <laughs> when I want to actually play a new thing.
1: Yeah, uh, for, for me, it's just a question about userful because as I understand that most people, how they use Spotify, they, um, they're listening for this music that is uh, on the bottom have <laughs> this like sticky bar when they search for something, they still want to listen to the same song that they was listening. Maybe they search uh, Schumann not for not to listen, uh, like this music for now. Uh, they want to add them to uh, liked or to some playlist. For me, it's just two different parallel um, experience and uh, two different goals uh, the thing that you are listening for now and things that you are looking maybe for to. Uh, Turn on or maybe to just get some information or check some songs okay (laughs) interesting we can cut all that out if you want
0: (laughs) Uh, Spotify is cool it's a good design roast maybe I'm just old (laughs) who (laughs)
1: knows
0: switch to actually talking a little bit more about design as we already have started Uh, what would you say is your favorite part of early stage product or startup design is it Uh, mock-ups for an app? Is it the landing page itself? Is it the pitch deck? (laughs) What do you love about that first part?
1: Okay, I I would say that I have two favorite parts in the beginning of every project. The first one is uh, wireframes. And actually, I'm the kind of person who like to create like really, really ugly wireframes (laughs) just to draw uh, like some circles, uh, some squares. Uh it's always just black and white and it's not aligned to like something to like lay out. It's 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 really ugly. <laughs> but I'm really proud of them because it's really fast. <clears throat> I create them like firstly on the paper and then just uh move it to um, to Figma to show to the customer customers and I can even um take a photo of like my uh, drawings <laughs> and uh, yeah, show it. So I, I, I think that it's uh, the correct, correct approach because it's just wireframes. It's just about uh, sharing ideas. Um, yeah, and the second thing that I really like is usability testing because uh, it's time when you can speak with real people and you can understand their pains, their values. And um, yeah, I I really like this and I think that it's just like really necessary step in that for every product, especially for startups.
0: Right. Let's dive into usability testing now then. We're going to publish a blog post from you about usability testing. And I got a bit of deja vu because when I talked with Victoria, our previous head of design, uh, a year and a half ago, she had just written an article about usability testing and she had just become the head of design. So is this like the magic key that opens the position, or, or
1: why did that happen? Is it just yeah. coincidence? <laughs> Actually, interesting question, because we can check it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone else can write the article, and we will check if it works. Yeah, I don't know. Just I, I'm really a massive fan of usability testing. It's uh, it's really one of my favorite parts. <clears throat> and uh, why this happens, uh, I, I don't know. But um, I think that uh, just now we are more public in Parallax and we built uh, products publicly and um, I just tried to share my experience about my uh, latest project and how we conducted usability testing there so yeah it's just a coincidence. All right so tell us about the sort of the
0: product and what was what did you really want to find out from the usability testing? Were you testing the whole flow of onboarding? Was there a specific feature site you were trying to
1: understand? In the case of my previous project, we tested uh, two things. Uh, We tested, like, for sure, general things because um, registration uh, there wasn't really easy. It it has different steps um, with adding the card, uh, with adding personal information, with, like, checking your uh, personality (laughs) passport and such stuff second thing that we checked, it was uh, about the main thing. It was uh implication about investments. And um, this topic is not really easy. And especially um, we had not really like trivial assets to invest in. And uh, we just had to understand if it's clear for people or not, how they will work. And uh, in general, what they think about this uh, sphere and about these assets. Uh, for now it's secret but I hope that <laughs> we can speak about it uh, like out loud soon and uh I will create a, it's a about
0: case too. Timeshares, right? Yes. We've published articles about it before. Uh
1: yeah but I mean uh we didn't public uh, ah. published uh, like a uh, screens. Right. Yeah so I'm I'm waiting for this <laughs> yeah but it was time. Show my secret <laughs>
0: we look forward i look forward to write it helping to finish that article it's in my to-do edit box (laughs) right now so we'll publish it coming up here soon you can find it on probably growing products newsletter and website is where we're going to publish that so we look forward to that um are there any other recent launches or I guess launches that you'd like to share with us that you're particularly proud of from a design perspective. It can be from you or from anyone in the design team.
1: Yeah, actually, I have one uh, launch uh, in my mind that I'm really waiting for. We had uh, we have this project for a long time in our company, and uh, I'm not the person who is responsible for this. Um, It's a ship UI. I think that uh, people in our company already know about this because this is a tool that helps um, developers. Uh, But also we have kind of separate tool uh, that can help uh, designers and not only designers. Yesterday I spoke with our B, Ksenia Cyganok, and she asked me how to create wireframes. And I actually showed her this tool and uh, it really uh, works for her, I hope. That soon we will publish it and uh, people will see this work. It's right, so, done. Yeah,
0: is it gonna be like packaged together with Ship?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of connected products. Uh, the part that I want uh, and I wait to publish design system. And it's connected to components common answer in like developer sphere. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's uh, for designers and um, it helps um, to build products really fast if you need uh, not like a really unique solution. Yeah. So for startups, it's, it works really, really well.
0: Super. So if you're interested in SHIP, that's at ship.parallax.gov. <laughs> Soon there will be a design system, design library system map. Yep. Yeah, there for everyone to use?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So that is our open source, uh, product launching kit. And now it's going to have design, which is fantastic. Can't wait to check it out. So it seems like from my perspective that we've really increased the speed for sort of prototype and, and very early stage design for the founders that we're, we're partnering with. It, what were some of the factors behind that? How have we sort of made it faster?
1: We have really many approaches to do this. Uh, the first one and the, the most helpful, I think, that we create some templates. Uh, at least we have Ship UI, and inside the company we really use it a lot. Uh, we have some templates for usability testing. Uh, soon I will create a template for audits, for design audits, so it will be faster too. Uh, also we have different events where people can create something in one hour and the uh, Victoria t- like, uh, told about this <clears throat> kind of events. And so, uh, also we have uh, different pre-sales, uh, where people have to create something like in really strict, uh, time. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's, it's really challenging and it's really difficult, I know. And, but like. For example, me, I, I really like um, to participate in such activities, I really like pre-sales because you need to create something really fast, something interesting that uh, will be noticed by founder. Um, yeah, so we, we, I, I think that uh, we just have different uh, tools Uh, to increase our speed. And uh, yeah, we are like developing this atmosphere. Yeah, and experience. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Our team is really experienced and it's really cool. So I think it
0: helps. Super. Um, When it comes to working with those founders sort of right away in the early prototype stage, are there any things that you've noticed that founders that maybe don't come from a design background or any situation they're in, they they tend to overlook when it comes to design. That you, you find yourself sort of telling the same sort of, <laughs> hey, but this <laughs> sort of thing.
1: All, always uh, pushing the idea of conducting usability testing. It's for sure because this is the way how you can find like feedback from real users really fast. And uh, it's not just um, some fast feedback like, this is cool button. this is no this works or not you can really understand what is necessary to improve what is uh problematic in this application on what step it's um difficult to go further and uh yeah this kind of um research and like i mean usability testing is really necessary in my opinion and i always try to push this idea <laughs> Another thing that
0: we've changed quite a bit, it seems, over the last couple of years is our increasing reliance on web flow. Um, what do you think about these no-code website builders um, in terms of how it works, how the design ends up? Do you like them? Uh,
1: yeah, I just think that uh, it's not future, it's already our reality. Yeah, and uh, just in my opinion, it's... It's necessary to use them, like, because if you can create, uh, for example, about Webflow, I think that it's possible for founders to create their website on Webflow, not, like, without help of designers, developers, they can do it. And uh, f- for for example, if they want to change something on their website, they can do it, like, easily by, by themselves. They don't need to wait like I don't know next uh, call or next day to ask. Can you please remove this line? Can you please uh, increase the uh, price or something? They can do uh, it by themselves and really easily. And it's 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 just necessary one of the necessary skill. I think uh, for founders for like anyone is in the team. Yeah and. Uh, it's it's not only about webflow actually it's about uh, momentum for example yeah. Uh, yeah it's about building something really fast and validating IES really fast yeah and uh, yeah. if you can do like simple tasks by yourself it's it's uh, it's a plus I think
0: for sure uh, okay so webflow is one stage uh, it's still pretty complicated you make it sound very easy but.
1: Yeah, but still, you, yeah. Uh, uh, because of the community on Webflow, you can use uh, templates, yeah. and templates are al- already there. You you just change uh, text, colors, logo. We
0: what? also have templates <laughs> for startups <Yes>. on airlife.com. <laughs> Go check them out, take them, make your website in no time, right? And they're wonderfully, beautifully designed by our designers. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, but but taking that a step faster and a step sort of simpler uh, is Momentum, which Inger, our CTO, is building. And we're using it right now with the startups in the Startup Bootcamp. They're creating their pages right now. Brick has uh, created a page in Webflow. Uh, I'm curious what you think about it from a design perspective. Obviously, it's fast, but are there certain limitations to... What you can do there that... that.
1: Yeah, actually it's interesting because uh, exactly yesterday we improved our page on Momentum and we added um, our design team there. We added uh, some feedbacks and um, some information about for who this uh, library is. And um, it's not really flexible. You cannot change colors, for example, but everything that you need for fast launch, you have there. Again, reviews, uh, text blocks where you can show your goal or like I don't know any information, name um, founders and uh, form this uh, like to collect emails, um, some action button. It's like everything that you need for a fast start. It's uh, just easily you can get it there. And the, uh, a huge plus is there you can uh, post also post from social networks. Right. Yeah, and uh, you you just show that it's something real, something working, uh, workable, working, life, Work. yep. yeah. <laughs> just to show this this is the life things. Yeah, I think it's, it, it really helps.
0: That really, yeah, that I think is the key feature um, because I, I'm curious for your perspective on how this sort of changes how people think about their websites because... Before, you know, we would post on social media and my profile on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever would be optimized for that platform and I would be writing to increase my followers or whatever and I would be trying to get people from that platform to my website, then to sign up, to buy the product, to sign up for whatever, email news list, whatever the end goal (laughs) right? And now we have a situation with momentum where we're actually taking that content back out of the social network or wherever we've written it and embedding it directly into the landing page to show sort of a very instantaneous feed of it can be anything it can be a wall of love you can take somebody else's tweets about your product and and put it there um, it could be my ideas and my updates on whatever my product is so does that new dynamic need to be taken into account from any design perspective? Uh, Does it sort of
1: change how you might structure the flow of a landing page? Exactly. It's a new thing on Prelect website where we're not showing that like, oh, we are really cool uh, company. We can invest, we can build, we can design, but we also show like real people, real faces who is sharing their um, real work and real projects. And, uh, it's, it's just really amazing because, um, yeah, it, I, I I don't know. I, I just really like this, uh, open approach, uh, where you're not, uh, hide, uh, some secret templates, some like, uh, like unique approach to design. Like everyone understands how, how to work, uh, how companies works sna- now, uh, work nowadays. It's, it's not a secret, like, uh, and, um. If you share this more and more, um, it's, it's just a key, I think.
0: All right. Well, I look forward to um, seeing momentum grow and change in terms of how, how it's the capabilities and I guess the design as well. Uh, I will make one soon for Ship It and Sip It for everyone to sign up for and to provide updates on my guests <laughs> and uh, different clips from the show. So let's move on, I guess. Uh, let's talk about trends in design. We've already sort of started. Design has always been a very trend-driven uh, thing, I guess. Yeah. That's my perspective from it. Uh, are there any sort of trends now that you, that you look at and say, hey. or that you really
1: like? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's actually what I can say. I can say uh, only about uh, AI and how it helps designers. And it's it's kind of both. It's a thing that's already um, kind of too trendy because, like, you see it everywhere in every post and everyone uh, uses this. But it's actually what, what I use in my everyday life. I always ask to, like, improve my English. I always ask to... Rephrase replace something, or help with uh, some idea. You know, the last uh, example that I have, and it's it's really funny, it's a, like, kind of a joke, that um, we have um internal project for uh, in parallax for uh, testers, and uh, we needed to create, um, one of our designers needed to create a user flow, and it was a bit difficult because you need to um, work not only inside the application, but with real people who will um get devices and for for a test and i mean uh and they need to give it back uh yeah, so it was a bit difficult and confusing how to create this notification system and et cetera and uh on our desire I just asked GPT chat how please help me to create this flow <laughs> yeah and uh yeah we we just got some ideas from uh, this flow it's it's not just uh thing that um can Uh, remove designers from this flow at all, but uh, yeah, you can just uh, brainstorm ideas with not real designers when they don't have time. Um, Yeah, and uh, the funny thing that I promised you, (laughs) it it was about this flow and uh, the second step of uh, this request was to uh, transform this flow into a (laughs) rep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it it was really funny and it was it was really cool. <laughs> I just won this song in Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: so you, what do you think about the actual uh, interfaces that we use to for for these AI tools? Because I find them sort of simple or really awkward and hard to use. So ChatGPT is very simple; as a text box, right? Text output. Uh, but for some of the image Uh, For example, I was looking at uh, Midjourney and there were some really cool examples. There was actually a post about design about this guy that was writing different prompts for for it to generate different styles of interfaces. So just from single screens to different whole design systems, right? Really cool. I thought, man, I'd love to play with that. And then the, the flow to get to that point was like, Open Discord. To say, sign up and for this. To... Figure out how the bots work, and and then it was like, a,
1: this can be, this can be easier, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's it's exactly the problem because I I told you about our design calls. The one designer suggested to show me journey to everyone, and uh, he started from the phrase like, I decided to show you the flow from the very very beginning, from <laughs> sign up, and I, I would say that he spent like maybe 15 minutes uh, with a lot of errors, with a lot of redirections, uh, just to get there. Like, finally, yeah, it, it was okay. He showed us the full, but yeah, he spent so much time. And for us, it was a goal. But for other people, they can just uh, go <laughs> and uh, like, never think about this journey again.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh- I, and maybe that's
0: just me and Discord. I really don't like the platform. It's not just you. <laughs> okay,
1: uh,
0: I don't get it. I, I'm not a fan. Anytime, I, and I know it's home to a lot of really good communities and products, like yeah. My Journey. But I just can't. Sorry, <laughs> just make a website that works. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any other uh, opinions you have about sort of how we can? Better d- design our approach to using these AI, AI tools.
1: Yeah, for me, it's just interesting to see how it's uh, how, how it works and how how it grows. <laughs> yeah, I think because there there are a lot of uh, tools. I, I think it's more than uh, a thousand tools of AI. Yeah, like even probably like twice or twice more. Uh, yeah, and. Mm-hmm. There is no only one like advice, uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, you can test, you can experiment, you can just try new things. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, in the like future, in the really not far future, <laughs> tomorrow, <probably. laughs> yeah, <but like laughs> tomorrow, uh, these products will work well and um, they already work well. Um, but yeah, they will be like more convenient and more useful. Alright, uh that's almost the end of all the uh design questions I
0: had for you, but I did want to touch on your ideas about travel because you've recently been in, in Poland visiting some, some of our colleagues and your friends there. Is there a place now that our team is sort of all around the world, is there a certain place that you'd like to spend a couple months working from into when to twenty three?
1: 20, um I- yeah, I actually really thought about it, and uh, for me, like my all-time dream destination is Greece. I uh, I've been there on a vacation, uh, but I would really like to work from there and uh, yeah, have have a pilot trip there for like longer time than like several weeks. Um, yeah, and also we have one designer who works from South Africa, and really? uh, yeah, she <laughs> always promotes the destination so. Maybe <laughs> maybe this is uh, one of the destinations that they want to go. Sure. I mean,
0: <laughs> being that we are in the Northern Hemisphere and <laughs> South Africa is in the sand, yeah, it might be a nice place to spend, you know, winter. Yeah, probably. Get to spend some time on the beach down there. So, sounds really cool. All right. Is there anything else coming up? I know we started with the fact that you're four months into your leadership role of the design team. So... Now that you've understood all the spreadsheets and all the processes that are hidden within uh, the amazing team, uh, are, are there any changes or uh, new ideas that you'd like to bring out in the next, say, three, six months?
1: Yeah, one of the ideas that I really want to develop and uh, to bring to life is uh design event, public event, uh, where we can ha- help founders to, like, in just one hour or something like this to improve their product or to suggest something to review this with their product um yeah so for sure it's important um direction actually now our company to go public uh, but it's um, it's something that I, I think would be really useful for designers and for founders yeah and in general uh i really want uh, our team to improve uh, to grow expertise to create interesting solutions to create great products. And this is our goal.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for the (laughs) invitation. Until next time, everybody, ship it and sip it.